Hi, my name is Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic, and I'm excited to talk to you about Club Med. Club Med operates beach and mountain resorts and is the best all-inclusive getaway for families. They have Club Med Punta Cana, their flagship family resort, and many other options in Mexico, the Caribbean, and around the world. Club Med are the pioneers of the all-inclusive concept, which is the best way to vacation. Great for families, groups, or even solo travelers looking for land and water sports, delicious food, and a place to make unforgettable memories. Visit clubmed.us, call 1-800-CLUB-MED or your travel advisor. Head over to Hulu this March where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie All of Us Strangers starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series We Were the Lucky Ones with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And... Don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. ¿Cómo estás? ¿Hablas español? ¿Es que vous parlez français? Oh, on va parler en français y español, no? Eh? That, that, that's, that's French? That's not even French or Spanish. What are you doing, Tyler? In a world where very few people embrace their global identity and seek to understand their neighbors, cross-cultural expert Tayo Roxon is on a mission to bridge this divide. Each week, he'll open your mind with insights from some of the global minds in the world. Get ready, take some notes, and learn how to be the best you that you can be. Welcome to a new episode, and I'm your host, Ty Roxton. As always, this is the place to be if you want to take your culture awareness to the next level. So what are we talking about today? Today, we are discussing how to be a master connector, how to be able to connect effectively across cultures. But before I get started in sharing those tips, I feel it's more effective for me to tell you a little story. When I was a little kid, when I was younger, let's say 11, I think it was 11, when I was 11 years old, 12 years old, I just moved to Burkina Faso, strong Nigerian accent, I was now in a French-speaking country, in an American international school with people from all sorts of accents, so I was just interacting with people from several backgrounds, and one of the things that I instantly started to feel was, was very introverted, I started to climb into my shell because I felt like Ah, everybody else is so different. They sound different from me. They look different from me. How can I actually connect across this culture, this cultural divide? And, um, you know, that went on for weeks. And I started coming home and I was a little sad and I would go to sleep in my curled up position. I was like, yeah, mom, no one likes me. No one likes me. And of course, that was not the case. So After a few weeks of doing that, I started to realize and look around me that people started to congregate after school around activities. And for some reason, I, you know, the activity that I loved doing the most and still today, you know, was sports. I started to see that people were just convening around different sports. And up until that time, the only sport that I knew how to play or actually had a lot of knowledge about was football. Some people call it soccer. I first started calling it football. Latin Americans call it football. Either way, 
it was football, it was the round ball, the thing you actually use your foot for. Um, but I, I, you know, knowing that that was my only connection to sports, I started to realize that I needed to educate myself on other sports. So I went to the library and started reading up on basketball as well as tennis. You know, I read up on the history of basketball, read up on the history of tennis. And for basketball, I wanted to know every single thing, all the fundamentals, how it got started, why it got started, who the greats were. I did the same thing for tennis. And then while I was done and I read all the books in the library, I then started to pick up magazines that were, you know, of the day. So it was Sports Illustrated for kids back then. I don't think they do it anymore. And I started to learn about the people that were popular at the time. At the time, it was Allen Iverson, it was Kobe Bryant, it was Shaq, you know, it was Tracy McGrady, all these people that were really, Vince Carter, people that were, that were really starting to hit their prime. So I started to master all this and I read issues, maybe like a year worth of issues. And when I felt confident and that I knew the sport, I went to the best basketball player on campus, his name, uh, Michael Albright, and I was like, hey, buddy, could you please teach me how to play basketball? I know all the rules now, I know everything. And to my um, great surprise, he said yes. And what happened was incredible because those one-on-ones after school became two-and-twos and three-and-threes and four-and-fours and five-and-fives. I started to see the importance of connecting across cultures using stuff that you love. So that was my first taste of really connecting across cultures and finding comfort in a discomfortable or no, no, discomfortable in an uncomfortable uh, position. You know that eventually gave me confidence to realize and learn more about people because we were environments where people were comfortable so to share stories. So, with that in mind and and using that as a lens for today's episode, I want to sort of paint this this view where it is possible for you to connect across people. Um, across cultural divides, across people that might seem a little different from you. And I'm going to share a couple of tips. One thing that you can definitely do and start to build within yourself is the art of smiling. I'm not talking about smiling like, <laughs> this is me smiling so nervously. I'm so sheepish and I'm looking like a creepy person. No, I am. <laughs> I'm talking of, of just a warm, genuine smile. Some people think they don't have a great smile. That doesn't matter. Just smile however naturally it is. You don't have to show a certain amount of teeth. Just, you know, just smile. Make it make it look as natural as possible. And the reason why I'm saying you smile is because that immediately warms your disposition. You know, you immediately don't come across as, as intimidating. So in a city like New York where I live, where everyone's on the go, it's easy for people to actually approach me about stuff. You know, people often get lost in, in, in New York City today. They might say, hey, Tyle, or they don't know my name. Hey, um, could you help me tell me where this is? And while you're doing that, you start to learn more about the person. You could then start to say, oh, oh you're going here? Why are you going here? Oh, I know someone that goes here. And they tell you a story about that. And you never know what that stranger or who that stranger could be and how that could actually benefit you or how, more importantly, you can connect that stranger to someone you know based on your friend's network. So smile, it's the easiest way to break a barrier and, um, and you know, an easy way to make yourself approachable. Number two, numero dos, numero dos. Listen, listen. See, I paused there. I was trying to listen to myself actually talk, but then I realized that I couldn't do it. So, yeah. There was that. But uh, listen, listen. If you start listening, that's how you actually know how you can help. And I know it's it's easy for, 
for me to say listen and it's better to to listen because you have one mouth and two ears but listen actually in an active way is different from just hearing something when you listen in an active way you're hearing and i'm sorry you're looking for pain points you're trying to figure out what it is that you can actually do to help because when someone has a problem you can instantly say hey i met that guy across the street you know the street that i smiled at and the person that i gave i gave help to with directions and he might actually be a great person for you because he left his card with me how about i connect you two see there's always a point to my madness and coyness. Um, so listen, just listen, because you never know when whatever bit of information that person gives you will come to handy. You could you could help set someone up on a date. Uh-huh, there's that. You could help set someone up as business partners. Or you could just say, hey, you should meet my, uh, my buddy. He's also a New England Patriots fan or a Manchester United fan. Maybe you guys can, you know, um, I don't know, become friends. So listen and try to do that more than you talk in offices. Try to do that more than you talk in first-time situations. Listen, listen, listen. Listen more than you talk. It will pay off. Third thing that you can do is ask open-ended questions. Now, this relates to the listening point that I said earlier. You know, if you're wondering, how can you listen? How can I get myself to a point where I'm not the one doing most of the talking? Ask open-ended questions. Questions like, hey, Tell me about a time when, or tell me about that. You know, someone tells you, hey, so I just came to New York and I sort of came here because this has been the city of my dreams. Tell me about that. Why is it the city of your dreams? So ask questions that, that cause the person to tell you a story. Start questions with why, how, why is it important to you? You know, make, make it about them so that they start to divulge information. What about the business made you want to leave? Why did you feel like that business was was not something that interacted or jived with your personal culture? You see how those questions can get people to open up? That's just how you do it. And it doesn't have to be personal. It can be about the businesses. But as they start to tell you the motivations behind why they do things and how they do things, you then get an insight and a glimpse into who they are. You get a glimpse into their souls. (laughs) I got to stop doing this. I do apologize. I'm sorry. Um, And the fourth and last thing is network while doing what you love. If you remember in the story that I first told you, I talked about how I found sports and I used it as my connector, right? I used sports to connect across across cultures because I felt like that was the way I could build friends. You know, I could increase my, my friendships that way. So, you know, find things that you love. You know, if you go to a new city, you might be wondering, there is no way I'm going to meet anyone that loves to dance or loves to play chess like me or loves to watch, I don't know, you know, Doctor Who or Doctor whatever the new movie is. I'm a huge One Tree Hill fan, so I'll use One Tree Hill. There's no one that watches One Tree Hill. Go on sites like meetup.com. Meetup.com is great because you can search things if you're interested in digital marketing on TV shows. You never know which community you find. And then you go to those gatherings and meetups. And then you start to have that affinity groups form. And then you start to just build bonds that way. If you're, um, you know, if you're looking for a more international site, try internations.com. You know, they, they have a global region, global network as well, where, you know, you can often find things around your affinities and things that you love. The reason why it's easy to do uh, to network while doing things you love is that it's networking with a purpose. You don't have to, to make extra effort. You know, you can go into a tennis place and, and easily talk about 
John McEnroe and his temper tantrums to to you know um, how you know the transition went from Hewitt, Leighton Hewitt, to to Roger Federer, to Rafael Nadal, and then to um, you know Novak Djokovic. And the reason why I said that so seamlessly is because I'm a bit of a tennis nerd, but you get the point. You can start to talk about things you care about without making efforts, and as you're doing that, you learn more about the person because they become more interested in, in what you're doing. They're like, hey, how can how can I sort of uh, you know, let's do this again, or let's watch a game, and then they just spill secrets about themselves. So, network while doing things that you love. So there you go. How to become a master connector anywhere in the world. So, tell me your tips. If you agree, I'd like to know. If you disagree, I'd like to know. Just let me know in the comments below. You can let me know at tyroxin.com. Uh, you can also, you know, use the hashtag on Twitter or on Instagram. Use your difference to leave your thoughts about the episode. I'm very curious where you all are from and what some of the, um, the, the what are some of the tips you've had as you're building, you know, great connectors and building great connections. Remember, we live in an increasingly divided world with things like Brexit and with things like the U.S. elections that just happened and things that like, um, you know, Syria and and, and uh, things that happened between in, in India and Palestine and all over the world, we've got to do our best to bridge those gaps. And I think you listening right now can be that person. So while you're doing that, I want you to say this with me. Till next week, use your difference to make a difference. You've just been listening to the As Told by Nomads podcast. For more ways to reach out to Tayo and to use your difference to make a difference, head over to www.tayoroxon.com. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Hi, I'm Kara Berry, host of Everyone's Business But Mine, and I am an all-inclusive addict. Enter Club Med, the best all-inclusive for you and your family. With resorts worldwide from their family flagship resort, Club Med Punta Cana, to their only mountain resort in Canada, Club Med Quebec, they have everything you need to relax with their 20-plus sports activities, wellness programs. You can dine on delicious cuisine and make memories with your family. So book your next getaway with Club Med. Visit clubmed.us or call 1-800-CLUB-MED or your travel advisor.